Warning, the following podcast contains the greatest shark film of all time. And again, remote recording, but there's also coarse language. There may or may not be. Tom, he's very coarse. Anyway, on with the show. A martini shaken. No! Hello and welcome to Shake and Not Nerd, the official podcast brought to you over the internet, by the internet, but not sponsored by the internet. I'm your host, Duty, and with me, as always on Shake and Not Nerd, is the man who's very coarse himself, the Tom. Hello, happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Ah, no, no problem, you're welcome here anytime on our oh. private discords. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the times he's not. <laughs> I'm going to eat all your snacks. Oh, no. Uh, I will say, Tom had probably as well the greatest Instagram story yesterday where he approached Javon just from behind with a, with a icy pole and goes, What the look of my flavor pop? <laughs> Scared the shit out of it. <laughs> so fucking good. Uh, joined with me as well is the man who is not only building a mini, he's also a mini himself. That is Ian the Huge Footlong Johnson. Yeah, and he's packing one. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> ladies, 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 please, ladies, please. <laughs> I, I told him last night, I, I was asking how the mini was coming along, and he goes, Oh, yeah, it's coming along pretty well. I'm like, I can't wait to fucking your car. And he goes, Yeah, it's going to be a tight fit, and the car's not that big either. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> and the man who's throwing up into a bucket of all these great one line quips is Fuzzy Dan. Excuse me, it's Mr. Shark Boy. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, yes, it is. Uh, it, it's. Uh, how long has it been since we've done a Shark Week episode? Approximately I'm... a year. Yes. <laughs> and no, then some we because we missed out last year. We missed. Yeah, we didn't we do one last it. year. True. I went and saw um fucking forty-seven meters down two into the deepening, and um, <laughs> no one else saw it. <laughs> the rest of us refused. <laughs> the rest of you chose wisely. <laughs> I think the last one we might have done might have been the Meg. Like, and I, I wasn't yeah. on for that one either. But, yeah. Oh, wow. I think I think that's right. Yeah, I was hungover as fuck on that episode. <laughs> it, it, it. <laughs> you actually paused the podcast halfway through to throw up. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ollie was Ollie was filming the uh, the little like a little video or something like that. And it's like you can hear me go bow in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a guy. Yeah, it's been a while. I yes. forget how sharks work. Um, Dr. Fuzzy Dan, could you explain what a shark is? So, a shark is um, the, the, the king of the ocean. Um. He's a marine biologist. <laughs> is anyone yes. here a marine biologist? Um, he, uh, they, they, they go after other things that are smaller than themselves and sometimes larger, and they chew them with their sharp fangs. Um, it's science. <laughs> Science. Science. Yes. But uh, I think it is time for the uh, the wonderful segment that we call What's Tom Reading Out Each Week with Ian's Voice Played Over It, <laughs> also known as the news. <laughs> uh, who, who's doing Take it away, Tom. Take <laughs> <laughs> it away, toys. It's the an angel. Yeah, better put that sound clip back in. Number ten. Number ten. They're all Adam Sandler sounds. 
<laughs> Ian, that's now your job. Uh, oh, no. We have number 10. We have news from the show Stargirl. Uh, so, for those of you not familiar, this is a new DC show that we are getting in the Arrowverse, and it looks like the show will be set to bring the Justice Society of America into that universe, with characters like Green Lantern and a new version of The Flash coming. A new version of The Flash, or the OG version of The Flash? Well, new version for that universe. Oh, right. Well, if it's, okay. if, it's the, if it's the Justice Society and they say the Green Lantern, I assume that's going to be Alan Scott and not uh, Hal Jordan or anyone from the Green Lantern Corps. But if there's anything we've learned about the CW universe, it's that it is shit. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely that. is. The Justice Society sounds like a bunch of old people sitting around just going, ah, let's get together and get those bad guys. That's exactly what the Justice Society is in the comics, though. They're, they're like the OG Justice League, and when they come into the battle, like you know, shit's going down. Uh, if you bring out the, if you bring out the senior citizens, then you know, okay, you need the, you need <laughs> the just. So the Justice Society is essentially the neighborhood watch of like superheroes. <laughs> Let's go shadow my lawn, but it's bingo night. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't look like country kitchen buffet. Oh, people are driving. <laughs> <laughs> it's, can I ask a serious question? Is anyone still watching any of the CW shows? No. no. Mm. Ian? <laughs> yes. Oh, wait. I mean, no. <laughs> there was a long pause there, Ian. <laughs> You're watching Absolutely what not. You, they, they, what are you watching, boy? They well and truly ventured. Like, at the start, I feel like Arrow was at least felt action-y and felt superhero-y, and then it just turned into full drama, and then it was just a drama the show. first... The first two seasons of Arrow were, were pretty awesome. I loved it. I was yeah, watching yeah, it. Yeah, first and then two season seasons three just went. Yeah, started- season three is a Batman comic, and they literally just crossed out the word Batman and put Green Arrow. <laughs> it's true. It's so but it's, it's 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 the Lazarus Pit. It's Rachel Ghoul wanting Batman to become his replacement, but it's Green yep. Arrow. It's he dies and he turns evil, and then he finds out he's good. It's, it's a Batman book. Yeah, but it's but not shit. <laughs> it's 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 awful. I think I watched. Season four was like the bad guy who Ra's al Ghul wanted to kill, and it was a guy who had magic, and it was like, you can't kill me, and he like stops arrows midair and stuff like that. It was really boring. <laughs> you got really stupid. <laughs> yeah. It sounds fucking stupid. I start watching. They brought in Brandon Routh to play um, oh, yeah, Adam right. as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome Sorry, fun. You, you stopped watching? Yep. I stopped watching one. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Um, John Krasinski has launched a YouTube show dedicated to good news in this time of uh, the Coronas. And his first guest was Steve Carell. Is the show called Good News Week? It's called Good News. Uh, oh, what? Sorry. No, it's dedicated to good news. I, uh, I may or may not have the title of it here. Give me two seconds. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> Discuss. I mean, I mean if, if you're going to have your own sort of little YouTube thing to promote, you know, being positive and stuff like that, you want to have essentially the two best characters of The Office. Yeah. Oh, yep. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. <laughs> Story checks out. Hmm. But also, it's, it's like another TV show character character actors who are getting together that I don't know if it's on Tom's list or not. Ooh. No, so- uh, what did you say? I was looking up John Krasinski. <laughs> 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 what was we that? All? 
Um, I don't know if it's on your news or not because I don't want to go like, oh, you stole my number two. But other television actors that, that are known for being in a famous TV show starting something? Uh, not on my news, but my cro- my Chrome <laughs> also just died, so I can't actually check my news. Um, but oh, the, the name of the show is Some Good News. Uh, so what he actually did uh, is he went out on Twitter and Instagram and asked for people to share the good news that is happening in the world, and then he goes through and discusses it with um, different comedians and stuff. So first up, he had Steve Carell, and then I assume he will continue onwards from that. Yeah, yeah, I assume so. But yeah, no. Or just interview people he knows, like Steve Carell and his wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Then back to Steve Carell. No, you need you need to have like how uh, how Jim Jeffries had like Brad Pitt or Seth Rogen for the Weatherman. You need to have like the Weatherman is uh, Rain Wilson, and he's just he's just being Dwight. <laughs> it can't. I can, rain. I can deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, what's Rain Wilson doing besides the Meg? And we haven't seen him since our last Shark episode. Oh, see, bringing it back, full circle. Bring it back. I'm a confidently say that that other piece of news or whatever you were talking about isn't on my list, duty, So if you want to mention that, oh well, uh, Turk and JD Scrubs, they're starting their own podcast where they re- like sort of do commentary to the first every episode of Scrubs. Oh, so wow. it's essentially um, Zach Braff's going to talk about himself. No way. <laughs> It's yeah, so it's JD. And JD. Still the best sitcom of all time. Um, so they're going to, uh, yeah, they're going to uh, talk, essentially go through episode one, two, three of every sort of season. And um, yeah. I love that show, okay. so uh, I'm probably going to listen to that. <laughs> episode one's already out now. Ooh. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Number eight. Uh, <laughs> is that all of the sound effects? They're all going to sound like blub blub blub. <laughs> what are you talking about? Number ten was a blah blah doo. I stand corrected. Sorry. <laughs> Please continue. Uh, all right. So I'm just get, at number eight. I've just decided to list the further delays that we have had announced. Don't ask me for the dates because I haven't written them down. So we have gotten delays for further delays for A Quiet Place, Indiana Jones 5, Morbius, Ghostbusters, Candyman, Mulan, Black Widow, and more. Lots <laughs> and others. And others. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's the second time A Quiet Place has been bumped. So that's been bumped further out. Indiana Jones 5 just appears to be in some form of development hell. Um... Was that, did it, they even have a date, though? Like, it was one of those ones that's in production currently, right? It wasn't... Yeah, so I think it's actually just the production has been bumped rather than them actually moving sure. the date for the release. I think it's just actually starting production yeah. on it. <clears throat> I think they had okay. a script. You know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really curious as to what they're going to do with Harrison Ford. for Because Harrison Ford loves the character of Indiana Jones. He's never going to sort of give that up to another actor to play even if they rebooted or something so it's it's gonna be like like when you watch him in anything he's done in the past three to five years anytime Harrison Ford runs he just looks like he can't be fucked like he's like eh, eh, come on they're coming <laughs> <laughs> like I wanna see him swing from a rope like his whip across a cabin he's gonna look like one of those awkward kids that like doesn't wanna like swing on a on a tire swing or something, he just looks like he's really awkwardly holding on. Like, I'm gonna fall. <laughs> it's, like, it's just it's just gonna look really really awkward. 
Well, see, like, and they got um, Ray Winston in that last movie just to make Harrison Ford look semi-okay. So Ray Winston just looks terrible by any comparison when he tries to do physical activity. <laughs> so <laughs> he may, he looks better by comparison. So who are they going to get to stand alongside him? Like, I don't know. Of like course. Betty White? Mark Hamill. Mark <laughs> <laughs> Hamill. Um, oh, God. Um, yeah. I'll think Sylvester Stallone, he's going to be the bad guy. And he's going to play Marion's dad. I already know what the story is. If you guys wanted to know what the story is, Uh, sure, sure, go for it. Um, (laughs) Tell us what the actual story is. The actual story: uh, archaeologist Indiana Jones has to fight off a a army from a country in order to get an archaeological item. Holy shit! Yep, that's that's so fresh. I, I appreciate I you not putting any spoilers in that, Ian. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what? What? Like what? Religion? Is it going to be like space wizards again? Space wizards. <laughs> well, we've had so we've had uh, the Mayans. We've had um, like Egypt. What else have we had? India. Oh, we had India. Um. Yeah, all the places. Weird. All of the, all places. the places. It could be somewhere else. It's actually filmed in Sri Lanka. <laughs> oh, you know where it's going to be? It's it's totally going to be China. It's totally going to be. Oh filmed no! Yes, it is. Oh, it'll be the Mummy Three all over again. Yep. It'll be it'll be you know resurrecting some you know Chinese god or something like that. It'll be something stupid. <laughs> but it's definitely being filmed in China because that's where the money's coming from. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. China maybe money. maybe Indiana Jones is chasing a giant shark. Mm. Maybe he's okay, chasing. Now, now I'm interested. Now I'm interested. <laughs> Don't fucking tease shoop, me like shoop, this. Shoop. <laughs> Number seven. <laughs> when does Adam Sandler go shoop shoop shoop? When doesn't I told shoop, Ian he had shoop. to ca- take over? It was going to be Adam Sandler. He hasn't been jumping in. Damn it, Ian. <laughs> I'll pu- I'll put it in post. <laughs> <laughs> so he's editing Don't. this week. <laughs> Don't put it in post. <laughs> um, all right, so no, number seven. Disney has pulled its upcoming adaption of Artemis Fowl from its theatrical release and will be debuting exclusively on Disney+. Plus. I mean, that's what it looks like it was made for, so might as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to go it much like better on a tiny a screen. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I don't think anybody's going to be flocking to purchase uh, Disney Plus for Artemis Fowl. Did you just say, flocking hell? (laughs) Unintentional, but very happy about it. (laughs) Yeah. I think Tom wins this week's best joke. (laughs) Hang on. There might be dishonorable news that may or may not be terrible. Yeah, but that's another correspondent. <laughs> that's not an immediate host, Ian. True. That's an extra. That's a totally different person. That's a, yeah, that's a guest yeah, that's host. a guy we pay on Fiverr. Who changes his name every week. <laughs> yeah. Guy we pay on Fiverr. What? Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> what does Artemis Fowl even do? Yes. Uh, we don't have Ollie here, and yeah, Ollie's the only one that read it. Yeah. Isn't he like a master? He's like a. His dad's a master thief, and he's becoming a thief, and he's. Uh, something about so it's, thieving. So it's <laughs> Master of Disguise, but replace disguise with thieves. I think like two or. Well, it's, it's Harry Potter, but thieving instead of wizardry. Yeah, that's, that's essentially it. Two or three really weeks ago, thing. Ollie went through and described it. So uh, listen to that episode. I'll tell you. <laughs> I like You're that he did describe it to all of us, <clears> and we've all forgotten what the fuck it is. <laughs> You're a thief, Artemis. I'm a what? <laughs> You're a little thieving bastard, Artemis. You're a thief, Artemis, and a damn good one at that. You little pickpocket shit, you. 
Do you want me to do a sound for you, Tom? Yep. Whatever number we're up to. Six. Six. All right, number six. We have the the Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Hello there. Um, Disney Plus series has. Don't be afraid, Fred, and come closer. <laughs> Your father's in the hospital. He says you wanted to be here. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Go uh, on. Has, has recruited Joby Harold to write the story. So we obviously reported earlier about there being some uh, creative differences with the previous writer. So we have a new one now. And uh, so mm-hmm. Joby Harold, as known from uh, writing such classics or oh, collaborating in such classics as King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Oh god! Uh, Army of the Dead. Mm. What's Army of the Dead? I don't know. I remember. Oh no, that's Zack Snyder's new film, isn't it? Is it? Maybe. I think that's Zack Snyder's new film. Yeah. Uh, The two, two thousand and seven film Awake. What? Sure. I don't remember it. Uh, He will be involved in the new in the new Transformers (laughs) project. Uh, There's another one. And that's all his writing credits. Otherwise, he has been involved in production of actually some decent ones. So, Edge of Tomorrow, okay. John Wick 3, Robin Hood. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's Robin everyone's Hood, reaction. That was so though. good. That made us go back and watch Men in Tights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worth it. Oh, wow. Oh, I forgot. So, we're not expecting a lot from this bloke then. I don't know. Like, I always get really confused when I read these news articles where it's like, oh, yes, this person has found their new director, uh, this, their new writer. Isn't this exciting? Isn't this great? Then you look through their credits and they're all dog shit. Like, it's every time. Every time. I'm just looking at all the stuff he's got coming up as well. He's only the producer for it, but he's going to have a fairly big hand in it. Um, the Bumblebee sequel, uh, the untitled I Am Legend reboot, and uh, a Jennifer Aniston project. <laughs> Hard pass. I thought Jennifer Anderson was the project. They're still trying to fix Everyone it. Everyone remember me and how good Friends was? I don't think any Marvel movies are good, but Friends was great, wasn't it? <laughs> Shout remember out with, with the Bob and stuff? <laughs> remember you when I wore funny bras? when Joey was on screen. <laughs> um, I my my only thing that I, I for for going back to Obi Wan that I I sort of want to. I want to see because they never they never really mention it after at all in any of the comics or anything like that. At least to my knowledge, is like what does Obi Wan do with Qui Gon's saber? Like, does he have it with him when he goes into exile? Because uh, I think it was like last year or the year before, Sideshow Collectibles released like a one six scale. Like, it's called a Mythos figure, which is like a a, 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 a what if sort of figure and it's like Obi-Wan when he first arrives on Tatooine and he's got some of his clone armour he's got uh, his long robe he's got his lightsaber but he's also got Anakin's lightsaber and Qui-Gon so I sort of want to see like Obi-Wan either arriving or, or already being on Tatooine and sort of like seeing that he's like you know he opens up a chest and like inside is Anakin's lightsaber and inside is Qui-Gon's or something like that didn't he take um Anakin's lightsaber with him after he cut his fucking limbs off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, "I have maimed you, like and you- now I'm stealing your shit." <laughs> <laughs> You're a thief. <laughs> <laughs> You're a thief, Obi Wan, and a damn good one. 
<laughs> I'm a what? <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to it. I like you, McGregor. I like Obi Wan. He's the best Jedi out of all the Jedi. Uh, yeah. Well, he's one of them that are left. It's true. Uh, do you want me to do a sound effect? Oh, I, I was going to do another one. You can do it. You can do it. Go. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Number five. Well done, Ian. All right, number five <laughs> piece of news. We may have to fix these sound effects. Uh, <laughs> no, I've got to go. I'm doing the next one. It's fine. I got it. Ant Man Three finds its writer with uh, Rick and Morty writer Jeff Loveness. Okay. So, oh god, it's going to be a mess. So yes, he has written a number of episodes for Rick and Morty. He has also been a writer on TV show wonders such as uh, Miracle Workers, Stock. Mm. Uh, he wrote material for the Oscars. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Kimmel. You're right. Jimmy Kimmel. Mm. Jimmy Kimmel. Okay, well, no, hard pass. Yeah, no. The uh, the Onion News Network. It appears he worked for. He did some writing on some episodes there. Yeah, yeah. So he does skits. Yes, that's what it is. So they, they brought him in to do snappy jokes, right? I yeah, imagine snappy so. dumb. Snappy <laughs> dumb. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to Ant Man. Ant Man is my favorite character out of the MCU, so I'm still gonna see it because it's being written by Rick and Morty guys. Fuck no, I'm, it's Ant Man. I'm still gonna see it. It's like if they said, "Oh, we're doing another Thor movie, but Taika Waititi's not gonna do it. It's gonna be written by." Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider like people are still going to see it Doesn't I think more people right. would see it if they said that though yeah. people <laughs> fucking love Adam Sandler Adam Sandler is playing Thor's brother and sister and he's playing both of them oh. Jack and Jill but Thor Jack Jill yes. and Thor <laughs> Jack Jill <laughs> Jack Thor Jill <laughs> Kind of sounds a lot like Jack Gyllenhaal, but Jack Gyllenhaal, Thor. <laughs> Jack Gyllenhaal, yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, God. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Ready? Number whatever it is. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so for number whatever Thank it is, God we have all got instruments with us. 150 movie theaters have signed up for a new streaming. Movie theaters? Huh? I heard that. <laughs> What? Movie what? Movie what? Tom? 150 movie heaters. <laughs> I don't think I said movie heaters, did I? Yes, yeah, yeah, I yes, heard movie heaters. I'm, I'm, I'm going to re-listen to that. <laughs> Check the tape, Stephen. Um, okay, yeah, we have 150 movie theaters have signed up for a new st- streaming program. All right, I stuffed that up. Uh, which will split the revenue between the distributor and the theaters. So it's going to be a new platform when buying movies online. You can pick which theatre you want to support um, and the money will be split between them. So the first film to come to this platform will be the Cannes winner, uh, Bakura. Mm. Mm. Yes, I remember that well. I'm surprised that they're like with with like movie theatres having to close and stuff like that, that they didn't try to do that thing that... Um, well, they, they tried to do it in the US, like a movie... What was the the thing that heaps of fucking people in the states are signing up for? Oh, no, you're like, telling the story. Pass or 
I think Fuzzy knows what it is as well like that movie pass thing yeah. where like you spend 20 bucks or 30 bucks a month or whatever and you can go to the movies for free but you can't see the same movie twice yeah. like I'm surprised they just haven't done something like like say 50 bucks a month it's its own streaming service but only theatrical releases and you can only see the movie once like that sort of thing to sort of have some form of box office float that's kind of oh, like there's, there's enough yeah there's enough platforms to do it on now anyway like there's there's people that do it through YouTube, through Amazon, like there's enough ways that we can go and watch these things right now. They're just choosing not to release it on that because they can't, I suppose, monetize it in the way that they want to. Mm. So, I mean, they, they do have like, there is a service out there that you can get and it costs like, I think it's like 30 grand to set up, but you get an in-home like high definition set um, that that stores all the, the data and then you can buy each of the new release movies to watch in your own home cinema. Um, so there's stuff that you can do right now, but they and yeah, obviously that's not affordable for your average Joe blogs. So just putting these streaming services out somewhere, charging people whatever money, I'd yeah, I'm quite happy to do it. Mm. No, I definitely think it's a this is a good idea, and actually will support and try and actually get some of these theatres through this because I think there is a massive concern at the moment that a lot of theatres aren't going to make it through. Oh, well, you think about those little art house cinemas as well, right? Like, just the, the little ones that rely on people going in there and buying $30 worth of candy. Like, that's those are the places that'll go bust before, you know, your village or your Hoitzes or your big ones. Mm. Your Palais cinemas. Or <clears throat> what was this? Well, the, there was, like, a tiny, like, cinema that me, Fuzzy, and Ian went and saw Baby Driver in, and that was, a that was like, a two-cinema sort of little place. Yeah. Yes. I can't remember the name of it, but you could drink there. You could. <laughs> Maybe correlated? <laughs> Quite possibly. Right. Uh, number three. <laughs> I, was, I was going for the Wayne world, uh, Wayne's World sound. I, I, I picked up on it. I was going to go, let's do the film on Louise ending Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have that HBO Go or Now or whatever it is at the moment. Will have free movie series documentaries starting from yesterday. So they will be streaming po- uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu for free. They will be f- uh, releasing Veep, The Sopranos, Silicon Valley, Barry, The Wire, Six Feet Under, and others, all for free. Now I'm assuming this is completely Ameri- nice. American, so uh, VPN. Um, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, good. A, a, a lot of those shows, like, I love HBO shows. I think they're fantastic. Uh, you did mention Barry in there. Mm-hmm. Barry's a fucking fantastic show that you should watch. Uh, Bill Hader is a hitman. Um, it's fucking awesome. I'd love, I, I love that. Isn't that where he's got, like, an animated character? Like, he's insane or something like that? Or is it... No, you think of Happy, which is on uh, uh. Netflix. No, um, Barry's—he's a—he's a hitman that goes uh, that moves to LA to uh, to do some work, and then he ends up going. Um, he joins like a theater troupe, and um, and tries to do like become an actor. He wants to get out of being a hitman and become an actor, but he ends up killing lots of people in it. So it's yeah, pretty right. good. I really—it's really funny. It's really dark, funny. Um, so yeah, I really enjoy it though. Bill Hader is just amazing. So check that out if you get an opportunity, which you do. Mm. There's a lot of good shows on that list. Mm. I still need to watch Sopranos. Apparently it's fantastic. Yeah, I need to watch it as well. Eh. <laughs> All right. 
It's it's not an episode of Shaking Odd Nerd without someone saying they haven't seen something that'll cause uproar somewhere. <laughs> I, I pissed off I pissed off Paul and Wayne from the Countdown because I told them I haven't seen Saving Private Ryan. Well, that needs hey. to be fixed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't you don't you air that? Ah, <laughs> oh, look, The Sopranos is amazing. I yeah, that's that's gold television right there. Um, they bought they bought the use of the word cunt into the mainstream. So um, thank you very much, Sopranos. What do you mean? Australia's been doing possible. it for years. <laughs> I don't know. I think the hand from Game of Thrones did it better. You're just a fucking cunt, and you're gonna die for chickens. <laughs> like I, I, I think the hound did it best. Oh, he might have did it best, Sopranos. but the Sopranos did it first. Like they, they did it and did it so much that um, yeah, people got very upset with it. But because it's on HBO, they went, "Go fuck yourselves. We're gonna keep doing it. <laughs> you're paying for this." <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, we have two sound effects left. Does anybody want to take number two for me? Does anybody want? Yeah, to I got it. I got it. Ready? Number two. What the fuck was that? How did you do it that? Was an, it was an air compressor that I have sitting here. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why do you have an air compressor sitting well, in your? A can room? of compressed air. So why do you, are you just you just suck? Do you just get whipped cream and just suck on the nozzle? Yeah. I mean, yes, but uh, <laughs> he's got fucking nangs. It's it's for cleaning out my computer. Oh. Oh, yes, yeah, right. so are all my nang bottles. <laughs> chink chink. <laughs> um, all right, so we have number two. Amazon has teamed with SXSW to stream a one-time online film festival for ten days. That'll be free for anybody with an Amazon account. Now, uh, Fuzzy, you were the one who actually shared this one, so uh, want to give us some what more. What was the name of the festival again, Tom? I don't know the name of the festival. I just have an acronym here. Is it SXSW? What What is the name? South by Southwest. Ah, okay. There we go. I do like SXSW though. Thank you for that. It's South by Southwest is a massive like. It's what Coachella wanted to be, I think, when it first started up. This is to, it's a music festival with um, it's got a movie festival in there. It's got comedy shows. It's a bunch of different kind of festivals all in one. Um, so they run it every year in Texas, and it's super popular. Their their film festival there is probably one of the bigger ones that you can do in uh, in the US. Um, so there's a bunch of really cool stuff coming to um, uh, to that festival, and obviously cancelled because of Corona. Um, so now putting it online is is pretty awesome. I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, they got a couple of big movies in there. I think uh, the Green Knight is in there, um, which is uh, which is one that I'm I'm kind of like kind of interested to see. I think that'll be a, a good one. I think you guys will like that as well. Yeah, it looks pretty interesting. That one. It's got yeah. A- uh, Dev Patel, is it? That's that's correct. correct. Yes. So I I don't I don't think anyone knows exactly what's what it's going to be, but there's sort of these really sort of medieval gothic themes going on, which um, I mean it's a twenty four, so it's going to be fucked up and weird. Um, but yeah, it's that that being able to stream this year is, is amazing. I'm, I'm excited to see that. Um, and then they've got uh, Kamal Nanjiani's new comedy film, which uh, which should be pretty fun as well. But yeah, there's a Stupid. bunch of other stuff in there that looks <laughs> stupid. <laughs> uh, well, this one's actually written by him and his wife. So, um, did you guys see The Big Sleep? No, no. Oh, 
that was really fun. So um, it has Ray Romano in it doing some funny stuff. Dude, um, Ray Romano is fucking rad. He can actually act. This was yeah, this was his like his big comeback film. So he went um, when he did the Big Sleep. He's really good in it. Um, so that was so yeah. Uh, Kamal Nanjiani and his wife wrote that. It was about how they actually first got together, and they they come back again to do this new film. So that'll be coming out as well. And yeah, there's a bunch of little indies that would probably never see the light of day on the internet. So they're going to get a lot of press um, by putting this online, which is probably better for them than just showing up at the festival. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it means that anyone can see it, which is... Better. Yes, yeah. And I think it's coming to Amazon Prime Duty. I probably won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going through Amazon Prime the other day and I went, I have not watched anything past Picard Episode 3. I, like, watched the first 20 minutes of Super Size Me 2. Uh, I watched the first episode of Man in the High Castle. I'm like, I only use this for... for uh, Top Gear 2. Have you, have you <laughs> Top Gear finished um, Blade Runner yet? Yes. Oh, good. Good. That's right, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Duty finally watched Blade Runner. 2049. Oh, fuck. That was, that was, that was number one. Oh, crap. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. And with that, we can move on to uh, our reporter in the field. Oh, I bet I come up with some music here. Hang on. News. 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 There we go. Yeah. <clears throat> Artist. I wonder if it's time for the news. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. I'm drunk with this week's dish honor bubbly dish with this week's bad news. In movie news, Disney Marvel have announced their new timeline for MCU films releases over the next few years. In a tweet, Marvel boss Kevin Feige explained the new date saying, quote, Due to COVID-19, we needed to reassess our original release schedule. And also due to their shittiness, we needed to reassess releasing anything that Fox had ever made. <laughs> Kevin did end his tweet on a high note, however, saying, But we might keep Deadpool, maybe? I'm still unsure after watching Six Underground on Netflix last night. <laughs> to TV news! <laughs> To TV news, there are a number of planned theatrical releases which will now be released for home viewing instead, as we already mentioned. Although this sounds good on paper, watching a movie release with your family instead of in a cinema with strangers really makes asking for a wristy halfway through a bit awkward for everyone around you. <laughs> Wait, you're asking strangers for wristies? What's going on? Plus side is popcorn's a lot cheaper. <laughs> To video game news. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. I've cheated and now I can skip video game news. <laughs> and finally to our special stats report. A recent study has shown that 7 in 10 have actually reported that they are more productive now working at home than they were in the office. And 8 out of 10 people are liars. <laughs> <laughs> In further studies, 70% of workers are now reporting to be more on top of their emails than they were before, and the remaining 30% of people are still yet to return our email asking about this study. (laughs) And finally, in the study, Gen Zs have reported strong feelings of 
anxiety during this crisis, with the same for other generations expressing stress and frustration. Boomers, however, are reporting to be feeling fine. Truthfully, actually, we didn't hear from many of them, though. Most couldn't work out how to get into the Zoom call for this study, and that could be the reason why they asked their children and grandchildren to help them, which actually explains their expressions of stress and frustration, actually. (laughs) Never mind. That's the end of the news. (laughs) News. News. There we go. That was I'm drunk and something uh and dishonorable news. <laughs> 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 Number one. We're keeping this by the way when the show goes back live. Like this oh, yeah. is staying as the thing. <laughs> It'd be so much better in person. Uh, we have the train to Busan presents Peninsula. We have the next in the Train to Busan series, a zombie film trailer that was dropped this week. Now, I have not personally seen the first one, but uh, this trailer looks interesting. I know that some people on this call have some feelings about some of the CGI. Proceed. Problem the first. Um, (laughs) Train to Busan presents. No, go fuck yourself. You're not a Fast Fast and and Furious presents. You're not a Fast and Furious movie. Don't fucking do that. Stupid! Just call yourself Peninsula and have yourself as a sequel. Angry. Anyway, please continue. (laughs) They need the second. They need. Yeah. Oh, the CG. Yeah, (laughs) Tom said it already. (laughs) Um, Because what was it? Is the um is the new Saw film? Is that that's Saw Presents, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh no, it's uh, from the book of Saw. From the book of Jigsaw or something. It's not a. It's not a book. It's a lot of dead people. It's, it's, Imagine it's, if it was a It's puppet. a movie book, all right? That's a, that's what we call movies now. Movie books. <laughs> it's, movie ba- books. it's based in the world of the book from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Proudly brought to you by the producer that is the first film. <laughs> from from the from the from the novelization that bought you saw. <laughs> <laughs> from the guy who read the book that was based on the film, based on the book. <laughs> um, no, so I think overall, after not saying the first one, this trailer, like, I didn't think the CGI looked that bad. There were obviously segments where it was hordes of zombies where it looked a bit suspect, but it looked interesting and intriguing. And considering I have had no desire to really watch a zombie film in quite some time because I feel like the genre is a bit um, beaten to death. Walking Dead's ruined it, yeah. Um,. It seems like something I could definitely pick up and watch. I should definitely watch the first one, and I know people on this podcast have told me multiple times that I should, but it's it's one of those oh, you things yes. you've got to be in the mood. You even said last night you were on Netflix wanting to watch a horror film, and yeah, but some very bad ones are recommended by myself. But, but um, he, he didn't want the words things yeah, on the screen. He screens. didn't want to read. <laughs> want to have to read. If I'm starting a yes. film at 9.30 at night, I'm not picking one I have to read. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Tom's too shit-faced by 9.30 at night to read. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need all of my fil- films spoon-fed to me at that stage. Oh, well, no, th- 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 there's a piece of news, actually. I have uh, I completed my my dry march with only one slip-up. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't complete it. You didn't complete dry march. You mark. failed. You failed it. <laughs> no, no, dry, dry march asterisks. <laughs> 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 Dryish. When, when when did you fail it? Was it like 
you were drinking at like you know the stroke of midnight on the first, or did you like fall asleep with a bottle of Bundy in your hand or something? Uh, about two weeks in, I got pretty shit faced. <laughs> That's a clear fail. I'm not going to eat chocolate for the rest of March. Well, except last night I did have about eight blocks of chocolate. But <laughs> other than that, the chocolate fountain. Oh, I, 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 I did eat all the Easter eggs last night. Oops. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> How many Easter eggs did you eat? Oh, I know. Half a packet of um, the Cadbury eggs. Not the big ones. What? I will say this this isolation thing is very dangerous for diets. Oh oh yeah, it's like I, all the gyms are closed. I I can't you know I've lost all my gains and I'm just walking. I'm like oh, I hate this. Just wish uh, I had something heavy to push. <laughs> myself. Besides myself up a hill. <laughs> Pushing yourself around. <laughs> Good. Yeah, Tom, you failed that. I'm sorry. You failed, Tom. No, I didn't. You failed miserably. You you failed spectacularly. You got shit faced. I I think in a month. I think you're fine. I set the rules. (laughs) (laughs) It's damp March, guys. Damp March. Damp March. (laughs) It's misty. It's misty May. I I just dipped the corner into the water. <laughs> yes, you, if you got shit faced, you basically sunk half a boat. So, that's like, uh, if 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 you dipped a toe, it's like I had a celebratory drink at a twenty-first. I had one glass of champagne. That's a dip of the toe. No, you getting shit faced is far, not a dip of the I toe. As far as I say it, I probably had about eight nights of which I could, could have gotten shit faced. One night out of those eight nights, if I do some quick math here. <laughs> Wait, so you you drank on eight different occasions during March, no, and no, one of them no, you got no, shit faced. No, no. I am he ca- had the I am counting a basic just the number of Friday and Saturday nights. So, <laughs> so, so one math. night out of those eight <laughs> is twelve point five. All right, all right. Do you want me to pull up that study again, Tom? So, I, I, <laughs> We're also not counting midweek drinking, of course. Eighty-seven point five. That's a good percentage. <laughs> That's a distinction. Keeping in mind that 80% of people are liars. <laughs> uh, well, fair, that was a great piece you, of news there, you... Tom. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I don't know how you've done it, Tom. I, I, bought a, I bought a slab on Friday and I'm already halfway through it. Oh, Yeesh. God. Yeah. What, Good work. What, what beer did you get? I like to party. Uh, Heineken was on sale. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 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 well, it's either Heineken or like VB or Carlton. No, I'll be oh, honest. Fucking I, desperate times. I've, I've become a little bit of a beer snob in my older age. Just be cool and drink whiskey. You don't drink beer. Yeah, you drink rum. No, I drink beer. I don't drink <laughs> That's how much of a beer snob he is. Also. He drinks rum. He <laughs> doesn't drink I, it. I don't drink rum. I drink whiskey. <laughs> you drink spice. You drink Captain Morgan I, all the time. I haven't had Captain Morgan for about six months. I've been drinking whiskey. <laughs> If you do the math by the weekend, that's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah. He, hasn't, yeah, he hasn't drunk it in on, months. He hasn't Two drunk it ago, at all. Hang on. Captain Morgan. Hang on. So six times eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing this stuff. That's 48. This feels less like a podcast episode and more like an intervention at this stage. <laughs> all right, Tom, while you're doing the math, we also have a sponsor, Tom. Who is it? Our sponsor is Learning Math with Tom Commons. Look up Learning Math with Tom Commons. <laughs> Jeez. 
Is there a website we could use? Because honestly, I don't know how to do math. <laughs> yeah, it's called Calculate. All right. Our sponsor is Incognito Comics. Yes. That, that all you wanted yes. from your duty? Yeah, that's all I wanted. <laughs> that's it. Ad complete. <laughs> <laughs> No, yes, Incognito Comics are the sponsor, the only sponsor, the the lovely people Dom and Oz at Incognito Comics, and they've got your comic book needs sorted from A to Z. Well, I was going to say A to W, because what kind? What books start with Z? I don't know. Um, anyway, so you can find them online at incognitocomics.com.au or at 32B Bigner Road, Moorabbin. Now, they've got a new setup system in store at the moment due to what's going on. They have one of those new iRig doorbells, where like you ring the doorbell and it shows your, your face on their iPhone. Um, so they've got the front doors closed, but you literally just ring the doorbell. They open up the door for you. You can go inside, grab, you know, grab your books, have a bit of perusal if you need to. And um, it's, I, I think now is the perfect time to catch up on characters that you'd forgotten about or characters that you want to start reading, but you were stuck reading, you know, and you were in the middle of a Batman run and stuff like that. So I've actually just gone through essentially all of my comics yesterday because I rejigged my nerd room around and went, oh yeah, shit, I bought issue two of this and I never got around to reading it. So now I've sort of pulled it out and put it aside. So it's a perfect time to start reading. Tom, after you've learned how to do math, you need to learn how to read. <laughs> I make no promises. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm I don't reading, actually uh, read the news I've just got an audio playing in my ear <laughs> you've, you've, you've got Siobhan trying to like teach you These letters put together make the word ass And that's what you're making yourself out to be When you drink in March, Tom <laughs> Asterix Hey, 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 hey Stop it <laughs> uh, I'm reading at the moment uh, Justice League Power Rangers And after I bought the book Oz from Incognito Comics went, you didn't take a look at who wrote that book, did you? And I went, no, who? And it's like, oh, God. So reading it is a little bit of a struggle. And I also read the uh, the Deceased comic book called Deceased, where um, everyone turns into a zombie and it's that sort of the, the zombie story that was going on like late last year. It's not that great. Um. <laughs> Had so much potential. Aww. Yeah, even Ian picked up the cover and went, this looks awesome. I'm like, yeah, it looks awesome. That's disappointing. I guess it's true. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Yes. L- literally. Oh. But yes, mm. check them out. Mm. Incognito Comics. Watch, uh, get some good reads in. Even buy the bad ones. Read them too. Compare with Duty. Tell Duty that they're bad too. Do that. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> I do that. I do that a lot. I do that a lot with Phil. Phil feels like, "What are you reading?" I'm like, "DC's." He's like, "Oh God." I'm like, I, "I don't like it. I really don't like it, but I have to finish it." All right. <laughs> Just because. Just because. Yeah. It's like watching a bad movie trilogy. Like, of course, this week's episode we watched the fantastic movie Jaws because our listener Kristen was like, "Hey, it's Shark Week this weekend on the Discovery Channel, and it's Shark Week for the weekend." So rather than what we were going to do for this week's episode, we, you know, fuzzy turned around and said, why don't we actually do a shark film? And I watched Jaws 1. We will talk about that very soon. And then and I the watched rest of us watched Anaconda. No. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Jaws 2 and then Jaws 3D and now it's Jaws the Revenge. And Michael oh. Caine hasn't even seen this film. It just bought him a house in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> it's awful. I must say, as, as, as we are getting to now almost 47 minutes in, we should actually acknowledge, or did we acknowledge that Ollie's not here today? 
No, <laughs> no, <we didn't. laughs> I was, I was seeing record. how long we could go. <laughs> 48 minutes is the record. <laughs> wow. There we go. Nice one. Hi, yeah. Ollie. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, Ollie couldn't join us today. Um, but yes, we are pushing forward. He couldn't join us or he didn't want to join us. I don't know. Still to be determined. <laughs> eh, a little of column A. <laughs> Mostly column B. <laughs> <laughs> but Ian, we are watching one of the, I would say one of the, the must-watch films before you die ever because it is a fantastic film. What is the film, if I haven't already said it eight times, Ian? Jaws. Breaker. <laughs> Jaws Breaker? <laughs> No, we watched the movie Jaws. Uh, Steven Spielberg's fantastic film. Um, it is a classic of modern cinema. And if you haven't seen it, then there's something probably wrong with you. But watch it if you haven't anyway. You, Some parts of it haven't aged that well, but this is a classic. It's literally a very basic story that there is a shark that is eating people on a beachside town. That is a very succinct summary of what this shark movie is. <laughs> is, it, is, it a, is it a beach? I thought, no, it's, it's an island, isn't it? Sorry, yeah, you're right, it is. But islands island, yeah. have beaches all the way around. <laughs> Science. <laughs> Science. <laughs> it is, I think this, this movie is, if, if you haven't seen it, and I don't know why you haven't, it's sort of, it's... It what's well, the same fucking director, but it's the it's the the father of Jaws, like this mo- not father of Jaws, father of uh, Jurassic Park, because this movie sort of gave a, I, I feel a lot of inspiration to Jurassic Park because it's a lot of the you don't see the dinosaurs, you don't see the dinosaurs, and then when you see the dinosaurs, you're like holy shit, and it, it, it's it's got that exact sort of same thing with Jaws. Yeah, which was actually an accident because uh, they did build many. Uh, robotic sharks for this film and they had a lot of issues with them so it actually came out of <laughs> the issues rather than uh, you know creative choice to do that yeah <laughs> yeah we can't show it it's actually broken just just do the camera in the water thing it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> it should be right <laughs> um, I'm gonna say first cab off the rank like everything they did in this film with like the animatronics and you know how they they shot that just Phenomenal! It looks so fucking good. Even now, there was maybe one or two shots that you can, yeah, you, know, you can see the seams of what's going on, but everything else looks fantastic. Yeah, we need more. I will say as well. Effects. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Uh, as stupid as it might sound, I'd love to see a, a you know, hey, we got like the Meg, and we had fucking other awful shark films we've seen, but they've all been CGI. I'm like, I'd like someone to do what, like how the Russo brothers attacked uh, Winter Soldier Captain America, how they're like, we're going to do as little CG as possible, we're going to do as much practical as we can. I'm like, I wonder what a, a practical shark film would look like now to sort of, as a comparison to this. Because Jaws, I think, still holds up really, really well and it sets the characters up perfectly at the start. It's, it doesn't mm. just sort of focus on the shark it, it focuses on chief brody his family it focuses on hooper it focuses on everyone yeah it's this movie has just such fantastic characters and once it gets into the the second act when it really focuses on those three central characters mm. you really realize how how much thought went into 
creating characters that bounced off each other so well. Uh, you've got a character mm. that is all about sharks from a scientific point of view, a character that's all about sharks from a hunting it kind of masculine prehistoric sort of view, and then you've got someone who's afraid of the water. <laughs> it's yeah, just perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's just so perfect. I, 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 this, I think this is one of the films as well, and. Uh, probably maybe myself and Ian would probably be the only ones on board with this but I, I, I laugh when I watch this film because this was like shit four years ago it was a New Year's and Ian and I got really drunk with another mate Zach and we were just quoting Jaws going see this scar chief you see this scar chief and we were just singing show me the way to go home I'll drink to me legs <laughs> I'll drink to your leg you'll drink got- to my leg I must say that that scene of all three of them on the boat like I, this is only I think the second time that I've seen this film and it's been a very long time I could not remember a lot of it and just sitting there and going through the dialogue the way that they're bouncing off each other how it's like sort of a bonding moment between the three of them when there's been sort of some an- a- animosity between uh, Quint and the scientist and then Hoopa. them all coming to together huh Hooper. um <laughs> it was just really well done i think that segment mm. of the film is absolutely phenomenal um and just yeah as you've already said the treatment of those characters and how they handled them is masterclass really and that mm. monologue from Quint as well, just phenomenal. Like talking about the Indianapolis yeah. and like getting eaten in the water and ugh, just amazing stuff. That that that, that it is a fantastic monologue and it's I think it's it might be controversial here, but I think that monologue is better than Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs. Because Silence of the Lambs you sort of you, you're you, you sort of mentally break like you can see Hannibal sort of like mentally breaking it down and stuff like that where with um, Robert Shaw's Jaws monologue you're just sort of like mentally picturing everything in your head and just sort of like you can sort of understand or like feel what uh, Hooper and uh, and stuff are going th- well, like thinking of and feeling while Quint's telling off his story mm. yeah well it's 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 him breaking down because up to that point he's always had that that wall up um, mm. of, of that representation how he wants to be seen and then he kind of breaks down and, and tells a little bit more about why he is the way he is it's the first time that we get to see more about that character yeah it is a fantastic I also like of course you can't you can't go past this film without looking at the score like John Williams score of Jaws the, the main theme is fantastic but the, the I found what's really interesting as well with the, the the score soundtrack for the whole film as well is you've got a lot of moments of of terror and you know the the sharks in the water surrounding the orca in the in the second act, but the scenes where they fire the the uh, the the tanks the the air tubes onto the shark and they're chasing it it goes from this you know like the the shark circling the boat and then as the shark's taking off because it's got the tubes attached it goes to this like really light hearted like cheerily happy music yeah that like was weird. Uh, yeah, it it, it 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 the score encompasses not only fear but just like this weird sense of, of fun and adventure that like you wouldn't expect but is still kind of kind of cool. Oh. Um, 
I gotta yeah. say, I think that was probably one of my big negatives for this film was it just it takes you out of the like the moment. It changes it changes tone so dramatically from this like this real menace of having the shark circling them to this like, hey, we're off on an adventure. Somebody grab that thing. We're gonna go get a shark. Hooray! And yeah. it's just <laughs> it's it misses I think it just misses the tone completely. I'm 100% with you. It was one of the things that I picked up from this film, which I was going to probably hone in at, at a negative, is because, like, take Jurassic Park, for example. That has that mm. shift in the music. It has sort of ones which are more uplifting, more adventure, more exciting. But that's because it's a world of wonder. It's something that you're not really experienced and you're seeing these magnificent things for the first time. For me, Chores, you're dealing with this giant, terrifying monster and just out of nowhere, there's just this happy music while the three of them are just bobbing along on a boat, hunting down a shark. It just it, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, and I think it takes away from the rest of the score, which when the shark's actually around or when it's actually showing its presence, it's so powerful. I think it's a very Spielberg thing. It's, it's kind of his trademark almost is to play with the audience's emotions so much that one moment you are going through this adventure and the next moment it's horrifying and then Mm. it goes back to kind of comical all about these characters um, Mm. bouncing off each other again it's just it's it's kind of his thing Mm. and I think he does it quite well there are moments that yeah I think it just doesn't quite work probably as nicely as it could have particularly when you compare it to how well Jurassic Park kind of juggles those tones but I I do like like the way that it does it you like I hear you going with like tones and stuff like the film starts off on a really like super horrific tone almost you you see boobies in the first like 30 seconds which is amazing Um, and then you (laughs) then you see this woman like you know skinny dipping in the ocean and she gets eaten by the shark and you hear every second of her screams on the screen Oh, when when she first gets bitten and like she like shivers, shudders like like someone's really cold. Yeah, and it's just a, <gasps> you're just like, oh, it's it's still it's still good. It's 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 like a minute long of just her screaming, and it was it's it's terrifying, and that that's your opening for this film. And then the next one that dies is well, you get the dog eaten, but you you see the kid getting eaten on the the little floaty raft. Like the tone for this film is super dark, right? So yeah. it's and I, I find the dog sadder than the kid getting eaten because the kid the dog's called Pippin and it reminds me of Ian's dog. <laughs> yeah, but you don't see it. <laughs> Still, see that's what the Meg did better. The dog didn't get eaten at the end, so yeah. <laughs> Meg had to do something better. <laughs> did everything else worse, so that part was good. Yeah, I think every time I see this film, there's something new that I appreciate about it. This time mm. that I watched it, it was that. That one-shot scene um, that Spielberg did when they get onto that um, kind of raft that I can't remember the name for them, where it takes the car over from one side to the other side. Oh, the of the ferry. Way. The ferry. Thank you. Yeah. You know, one of those raft, <laughs> those car raft things. Those raft things. <laughs> Water under. Water under wood. Yeah, you know the movement. <laughs> No, I love that shot. I really loved it watching it this time because the camera barely moves, but there's so much happening in the background that it, you, it doesn't need to. There's so much happening on that mare's jacket in that scene. <laughs> it's so good, the anchor jacket. <laughs> it's I really terrible. want that jacket. I really want that jacket. 
Can I ask, also ask I'll a go- question? Is that guy ever not smoking in this film? He is like constantly seen with a cigarette in his hand. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, smoking. Inside. Well, I think it's when they're after the... Uh, when they're in... Oh, shit, where are they? They're in a hospital. I, I can't remember what building they're inside, but it's when he, like the mayor's like, realised that he should have closed the beaches and stuff, and he's like freaking out. He doesn't have a cigarette in his hand then. Yeah, he's smoking in the hospital. He was absolutely... He? Yeah, he was smoking inside the hospital. <laughs> yeah, it's the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> That's when they encouraged you to smoke in the hospital. Yeah. It was good for you. <laughs> Keeps your baby small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's cheap. It's smoking, it's cheap, and it's something to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, there was a lot of seventies to this film, right? There was just oh, yeah. that, that that smoking everywhere, that drinking, like the hard drinking everywhere. Like Brody spends half this film fucking shit faced. Yeah, it does fucking goblet of red wine. Oh yeah, when he pours the wine at dinner. <laughs> yeah, into his uh, not empty glass of scotch or whatever. Else yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so good. And Hooper brings what? a red and a white because he doesn't know which one to drink. And then the next scene, it cuts to that Chief Brody's got the bottle of wine, the whole bottle of wine, on the boat with him when they're when they're going out <laughs> to check the. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Let's go shit faced and, and shark hunting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to be fair, if I had to go do something I really didn't want to do because you guys were forcing me, of course I'm taking a bottle of wine with me. <laughs> a whole bottle. Shit yeah. Let's go more. camping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm good. I'm real good. <laughs> I like shitting in a toilet. I, I go to, you know, upper class camping. I go to people's houses and shit in them when they're asleep. Camps, <laughs> exactly. Campsites have toilets, city. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. No, I'm good, brah. Good, brah. Yeah, um, there's, there's a lot of very 70s things about this movie. Yeah, and I will say that's that's probably goes into some of the negatives that I feel about this film. I feel like all 70s and 80s films just always have really bad extras. Just really oh. bad ones. Yeah, I think my biggest negative is that the actress that's apparently supposed to be the mother of the kid that got eaten, but is in actual fact the grandmother. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Uh... My boy Alex was in there. Your boy? <laughs> Your boy. <laughs> really? Sure. <laughs> yeah, that, they're all terrible. And, like, it's literally like he, he would have got somebody standing around doing nothing, like the guy that gets him coffee, to run in and just do a couple of scenes and then fuck off again. Yeah. Yeah. They just went, uh, Gaffer boy, we need you in this scene. Oh, Gaffer boy. <laughs> um. Yeah, I also did have that as a note. I feel like there was a couple of times where there was, like, really old people that had, like, seven-year-old kids. And I'm like, oh, yeah. nothing against it, but it just seems very odd that there's multiple occasions it's, of this throughout the film. It's all the smoking, Tom. See, smoking makes you look older. <laughs> it's all the cigarettes and sunlight. They're just, like, like a little leather purse. Yeah, they're they're leather handbags. Yeah, they're not actually old people. They're all about 30 in this film. I'm 34 <laughs> years old. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of smoking and heavy drinking. Then <laughs> um, there was also there's uh, one of the big extras that sort of bothered me in this film is when the, when the shark is in the pond and there's the woman up on the uh, ledge going shark in the pond 
Shark in the pond. Oh, yeah. Troll in the dungeon. Just thought you should know. She was pretty crap, I will say. Oh, yeah. Um, well, the fun fact that I learned... But on the plus story. side with terrible 70s movies, you do get fantastic things like um, bobs and smoking and drinking. Bobs. <laughs> anytime, I, anytime I'm watching a movie with Mona, I go, Bobs! She goes, that's not what they're called. I'm like, it's what they're called. They're called Bobs. She's like, who taught you Bobs? Honestly, I need to hit them. Yeah. Well, you also get that fantastic, the fucking fantastic line of, that's some bad hat, Harry. <laughs> Yeah, and that's a that's a production company as well, isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you get that. Um, uh, this is the first film that has that iconic shot where it's like the zoom in on um, Chief Brody's face, but the, like the the background pan. I can't remember the actual term of the shot, but it's that when they realise yeah. that there's a sh- the, when the little kid Alex is getting eaten and he's just sitting there, how it like zooms in oh, and then yeah. zooms out in the background. Yeah. So they, the way they do it is they push the camera in and zoom out at the same time. Ah. It's yeah. fucking clever. It was so good. You just see this, like, the terror on his face, right? It's insane. Like, just, yeah. I think you can't look past Steven Spielberg in this movie. He's, can, everything went wrong for this film, but somehow it right, but it just went so right. Mm. Mm. That's it. And this movie, of, of course, had a fuckload of, of sequels. Which I hope we never have to talk about on this show, and um, <laughs> now you've done it, <laughs> and uh, a heap of s- spin-offs, and it created the well, not spin-offs, but a heap of you know other movies similar to its genre, like Deep Blue Sea and Sharknado, like it, it created the shark genre. Hmm. Yeah, it did of of film. Yeah. One of, one of the things that I did also find cool about this film that I didn't know until I watched it this time. Did you guys see the uh, shooting star in the background? Yes. yes. That yeah. is a Spielberg thing. Complete accident. Really? Yeah, that was a real shooting star. Because, oh. yeah, Spielberg does that in some of his other films. I think he does it in... Uh, yeah. I don't know if he does it in Jurassic Park, but I think he does it in, like, Indiana Jones He puts Jones it into stuff. most of his films because of Jaws. So it was, yeah. yeah, like Tom said, it was an accident in this one, and then he went, ah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> little, uh, little signature. We, we do need to talk about, um, uh, if, if people haven't seen it, the Mythbusters episode of Jaws. Has, are people familiar with this? Have they seen this? Have they read about this? I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Since watching Thanks. that episode of South Park, that's all I can do. I don't know if you've read about this, Carl, seen about this, heard about this. Um, where, of course, they go through everything that, well, Jaws does, and if it's possible to uh submerge three tanks of uh air if if a great white can do that even by the specifications that they say it's what 25 foot shark um well it seems to change in every scene (laughs) (laughs) yeah um whether a shark can penetrate uh the hull of a boat uh of course whether you can shoot uh an air tank and will explode like it does in the film and there was another one that i'm forgetting as well that they try to test out Mm. um and, uh, of course, the only one that a, a great white can actually do is pierce the hull of a boat if it's swimming at top notch into the boat for the intention of ramming it, which apparently great whites do not do. No, of course not. That would hurt. <laughs> it was hurt as well, the weak points are the nose and the eyes. Yeah, this, uh, this shark took a real hammering in this film. Um, yes. That's um, all. Well, 
Tak og så. News complete. News complete. I think we can say as well, this is, uh, Jaws is the the best shark film of all time. Hands down. Oh, yeah. I don't think so you I don't think any possibly other shark say any other I'm going to say, out of the ones it. that I've seen, I still have another eight Sharknado films I have to watch. <laughs> no, you don't. You need to watch don't. one and that's it. The, the rest of them are exactly the same thing. Hey, hey, hey. Duty made some sweeping statements. Being the best shark film of all time, I need to do the research. Well, then you got to watch Two-Headed Shark, Three-Headed Shark, Shark Octopus. Um, what was the uh, shark lunch Did you see that one? shark lunch yeah. <laughs> that's a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an it's avalanche that live in shark. the snow. Yeah. Oh my god. So like you see fins coming out of snow and then people getting like pulled into the snow and blood coming out and stuff. There is only one shark movie that I would put up against this and it is Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. It is the original terrible movie um, and it is amazing. So you should definitely watch that one if you're going to watch any of the other terrible ones. I can tell you right now. I'm surprised I you didn't not. say Sharknado. Oh, Sharknado is <laughs> just shit. But yeah, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus is fucking amazing. Um, also, Deep Blue Sea. I love Deep Blue Sea. I love how there's a Deep Blue Sea too, and it is the exact same story, but with di- just with different characters, <laughs> with worse characters. <laughs> yeah, it is Deep the, Blue like, Sea too. Deeper can... blue sea. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's we, the we whole can, song. Can... <laughs> Did you ever <laughs> hear the mutate um... sharks? <laughs> Did you ever hear the, um, the 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 song that they did for it? Deepest bluest, my head is like a shark's fin. It's amazing. I'm going to reference it. Oh, uh, LL Cool J yeah. turns into a fucking shark at the end of it. He's wearing a fishnet top. Uh, no, he's wearing suspenders over the uh, over the top, but they've got like holes where his nipples are. It's amazing. It is the uh. worst music video of all time. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. God, thank God we're not talking about that movie. Um, <laughs> I, I will say it's a fantastic movie. I, I there are some small things here and there that you can't really blame the film for. Like so many, like like Ian said, there was a lot of problems with the production of the film, so they had to cut shots. But it's like when you see Quint sliding into the Jaws's mouth, like his foot is on top of its um, on top of its nose, like he's trying to keep his feet out, and then the next shot, like his his feet are in, and then the next shot, it's like it's up to his waist. It's like it's not showing a progression or anything like that. But there's there's like the tiniest small things that you can pick apart with any film. I'm sure if you watch like fucking Lord of the Rings, Gollum's testicle is on one side, and then the next <laughs> shot, it's on another side or yeah. something like that. Th- that famous mistake, yeah. <laughs> the famous yeah. mistake of Gollum's my, missing testicle. My dad told me a really fun fact about that scene where he, uh, Quint gets eaten by Jaws. Or, mm. you know, if whatever Bruce. name you want to use for him. Yeah, if you want to call him Bruce. The shark is um, called Bruce. Yes, well, for production purposes, yes. And, um, yeah, so when they did that and it actually pulls him underwater, he had to hold his breath for, I think it was um, 40 seconds or something. Fuck. Um, and I said, wow, that's actually not that long, though. But in the 70s, when everyone's drinking and smoking so much, that's a lifetime. <laughs> 40 seconds could turn into, like, three minutes. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm going to get that guy. <laughs> I, well, there, there, I was, say... there was the one line... Sorry, no, Fuzzy. Yeah, you go, man. There was the one line of the film, it's like, we have to close the beach only for one day. And someone goes, one day is like three weeks. And I'm like... <laughs> Dude, I've been at home for three weeks. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say with the um, with that death scene at the end with Quint getting eaten, 
that was brutal. That's probably one of my favourite on-screen movie deaths I've I've seen ever. It's so good. Oh, it still holds up. It's, oh, yeah. There is that, obviously, there's a, the jump of, yes, his foot's on his mouth, and then next shot, he's, like, half-eaten. But, like, it's just, you see him at one stage, and, like, the blood's, you know, the blood pack's coming out of his mouth, and all sorts of shit's happening. It's it's really, like, visceral as a, as a death, so I really enjoyed that. He acts it very well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That that sort of has he gurgle and like screams, and you literally see like the the spit bubbles through the mm. the blood packet coming through his mouth. It's and I, I, it's probably something I have seen but never took notice of. But he's actually got the machete and he's like trying to stab it in the side of the face as well mm. as he's getting jumped on. Yeah, it's like I, I feel like I've seen it, but I've never noticed that he's trying to do that. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like he's he him in that film was just he just knocked it right out of the park crushed everything mm. about like who he was as a character right the way down to his death when he gets eaten by a shark and it's it's awesome yeah and of course you know if, out of all the jaws films it's the it's the only good like shark death as well because they always try to kill the shark in some way of except for the second film i think they try and blow up the shark at the end of each film and i think this what was the second film like to kill the shark um Chief Brody gets gets an electrical wire and puts it on top of his dinghy and starts slapping it with the with the paddle, and it vibrates into the water and causes the shark to bite it and like like open up this like wire and and electrocute himself. I'm like, you're electrocuting uh, the shark. You're killing yourself because the shark's in a metal boat with you and you're covered in water. And there's a boat that's half sunk over there with a heap of people in the water that are also going to get killed. Like. It's it's as as stupid as it is. Like Jaws is ending, and like this is the perfect Jaws film. Yeah, I love the ending. I think it, it as difficult as it is, like to actually understand what he's saying. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime Ian plays a shooter as well, and he can't get a shot off, he'll always go, "Smile, you son of a!" <laughs> the <fire is> gone. <laughs> like this this right. movie is like it's it's so fucking quotable when it comes to basically anything. I have a massive problem with him at the end trying to shoot. Like, every other single shot has missed the shark by about five metres, and then one shot hits that fucking tank. This guy's the worst shot ever. It's like the bit where he's going past the boat, and he's got the handgun, and the shark must be at least, like, what, two metres away from him? And he's shooting, and he's missing the fucking shark. Like, how bad is this in guy? Fairness, he's, in he's fairness, he's drunk. He's probably fucking shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably hammered. It's all the apple scared. brandy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, even if like I had this movie on uh, like while I was doing some shit in the back room and I had to stop any time that Quint was singing Farewell and Adieu and I'm like oh I fucking love it when he sings this and you've got the iconic line like you go in the cage cage goes in the water you go in the water shark in the water Great so film. Good. Absolutely love it. We should probably get around to scores. I just can't stop thinking <laughs> of it. Every time I heard him say that or some of those lines, I just think of Master of Disguise, that film. Damn it. Oh, yeah. God, that film is awful. Awful film, and it's tainted a good film. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, shall fellas, we, we should probably get around review? to scores. Yeah. Now, I want to go with Tom first because he said this is probably the second time he's seen this film. Yeah, okay, so th- th- this is the second time, so I'd forgotten a lot of it, and I must say that this film, for its age, holds up 
It's a really good film. It's super suspenseful. The characters are great. The dynamics between them, as I said before, the scene when they're all on the boat at night is phenomenal. Um, I do think there are some bits that take away from it. So the musical element of it that Fuzzy did bring up and sort of I was talking to as well does actually really affect my enjoyment of the film because I do think it takes away from the suspense when they've got the happy music in these certain scenarios. Mm. Um, And then there's also little bits and pieces that bothered me a bit, like the fact that um, one of the... I forgot his name again, the scientist character... uh, Hooper. Hooper! I can't take this abuse much longer. Hooper continually... <laughs> I can't... But continually drops things. Um, yes. <laughs> Again, bit. he's shit-faced. <laughs> True. True. Um, but overall, I would say film holds up really well for a 45-year-old film. If anybody hasn't actually seen it before, they really should. Mm. I would give this film a 9 Yeah, boy. Fuzzy, Fuzzy, you were saying that your wonderful lady person had not seen Jaws before. That is correct. To us just recording. Um, How, of course, is your score of this film, but also how is the the viewing experience in the room? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was one of those those situations where she's like, "I, I know that I know all of the iconic scenes and I know what's coming up, but it's just the the package that you, you put this in and th- mm. that makes some of those things land a bit better. And, yeah, I think there was definite jump scares uh, for her watching this film. Um, and it just it made me sort of appreciate it more, like watching it with somebody for the first time, just understanding all these things and seeing it through fresh eyes almost. It's just it's so good. I love this film. It, it, it hits all of the right notes at the right time. Yes, there's some stuff that's dated, like the smoking in hospitals and the terrible extras and uh, the men on set apparently having nicer hair than the women. It's just... (laughs) It was the 70s. It was the time for it. So it's just everything about this film is really, really good. It still does everything that you want it to do. One of those films where you have nostalgia for it and it lives up to the nostalgia. So I I can't give it anything but 9.6. It is... Yeah, Ooh. the perfect shark film. Ooh. Uh, and how how did I? I don't think your your wonderful lady person would have given it a score if she could have. Um, I'm not sure. She probably would have given it a pretty high score as well, though. She was really interested in the story of the Indianapolis, um, so she's she did a bunch of reading up on that afterwards. Just you know, really, oh, wow. really intrigued about like how they've um, they brought in this real life story and how it, it translated to the screen. So, um, I think she would have probably given it around a about a nine as well. She really she had a good time watching it, laughed at all of the the same silly things that we did. So I think it was yeah, it was a good experience for it. Very nice, very nice. And uh, Mr. J? Yes, I think this is one of my favourite films. This is a fantastic movie and it does almost everything right. Yes, some things don't age as well as we would like them to. But, you know, sometimes it's better just appreciating the way things were so that you can kind of see where things have come from and where they're going. Yeah, yeah. For me, again, it's an almost near-perfect film. I'm also going to give it a 9.6. Yay! Ooh, very nice, very nice. Um, I love the film. It's 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 
one of the the, the must watch films and, and as well as one of the must own films as well. Um, I think there was a, a couple of years ago before we started the show, Ian and I were, were doing, I think it was like birthday sh- present shopping for Ian's dad and we bought Jaws on Blu-ray just so we could get the digital copy. <laughs> just own a copy of Jaws. <laughs> like, hey, we bought you a copy of Jaws for your birthday. I'm going to keep this in my room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, it's a fantastic film. It's, it's it's on Australian Netflix as well. So if you haven't haven't seen it, get around it. Um, I'm going to give it a nine. I, I absolutely. It's it's a fantastic film. Very high scores all around. I, w- mm. I would suggest mm. that this is probably one of our highest rated films that we've ever watched. I think it. I think it is. Yeah. Right. And so. uh, just. And I will just say as well, yeah. like, how good is it to watch a fucking good film for a change? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. So many that. times when we do this, we, like, we watch these shit, shit films, and it is great to actually watch something that we've all enjoyed. <laughs> well, because yes. I watched... So I watched this and then watched The Thing immediately afterwards, or, like, just a bit afterwards. And I was like, oh, two good films in one day? It must yeah. be Christmas. <laughs> oh, my stars. <laughs> I... They they did just release as well. Um, I, I I'll probably pick up a copy when, uh, when I think when it hits Australian shores. Um, there is a Jaws board game where one of you plays the shark and four <laughs> others play as shark hunters. Um, and if the shark causes enough like terror in on Amity Island, you actually go hunting it on the boat, and the shark can take out sections of the boat and stuff like that. So that looks like pretty it's cool. Be a lot of fun. Let's work out if we, we can play probably... it over Zoom. But yes, <laughs> pretty good. We'll just roll dice. We should probably locally. also say, um, Ollie didn't really want to see this film, and he did say that the film isn't really for him. So it's probably also worth calling out in general that if you don't really like older films, you're not going to enjoy this as much as we did. Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. There is just, also, I think, uh, yeah. coming out in May, there's a, uh, a game called Man Eater, which yes. is essentially Jaws, and it looks fantastic they've likened it to uh, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto but if you were a shark um, so <laughs> you know yeah. those things go together so you, well you can, you can hijack whales oh uh, man it looks it looks fun it looks really cool I, I actually want to play you can it. upgrade your shark and give it like metal teeth and like you know uh, all this like like over the top cartoony yeah like Grand Theft Auto Saints Row sort of style shit you can do to the shark and it looks it looks awesome it looks like a lot of fun of course you can grab people as they're swimming around and drag them across and they're like you know like the swimmer at the start of the film she can be dragged around in the water and stuff while they're flailing around um, you can jump up on the <laughs> beaches and I'm eat people say, and like bounce around on the beach I've been tricked by shark games before <laughs> I don't trust them yeah <laughs> Uh, well, just before we wrap up, fellas, um, of course, there is no trivia at this time. There was supposed to be a, uh, a, a big trivia special that I was going to do with uh, with Lachlan, um, and we'll probably get back. To, we'll probably organise that once uh, once things go back to normal. But I am uh, getting up some listener questions, um, and this is uh, this is a pretty good one. Before we wrap up, from our listener Elizabeth Corporal, who's come through saying, "I have a question for everyone. What is your favourite and why, Predator or Alien? Alien." Wait, favourite movie or, like, favourite character? Uh, Let's go both. Uh, Favourite movie would be Alien. Um, Favourite character would be Predator. And and why, Fuzzy? Yeah, why? Well, Alien is a much better film. Um, But but Predator, like, it's just... 
just some of the mythology around the actual predators themselves is like this whole like class of aliens like stalking other character like creatures around the universe. I love that. I think and it's- how they want to capture autism. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave that aside. But I think there's some some really cool stuff that that happens with the backstory of that. I think the alien stuff is a little bit more muddied, um, like the the mythology and the history behind it all. I just I think it's a, a little bit more hey, vague. Hey, hey, you you leave Prometheus out of this. <laughs> I was specifically talking to you, Prometheus. Um, yeah, or Alien Covenant. Yeah. Alien Covenant. Prometheus hey, is actually not that bad. Alien what? I still stand by that. What's that other thing? You alien mentioned? what? Yeah, there's another Alien what? film. <laughs> what? There's another Indiana Jones film. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, look, Alien. The, the first two Aliens films are amazing. Um, Predators only really got their first film, and the rest of it's shit. So, yeah, there we go. Movies, Alien, Predator character. Ian, um, I love both of those films. The first Alien movie. Um, you guys know I like more than Aliens, but they're very different films. Um, but Predator I also love because it's just that pure 80s action movie with that sci-fi twist to it and it just works so well. You son and... of a bitch. <laughs> so quotable. It's so good. <laughs> um, I think in either case, I think I'd still have to say Alien, both the creature and... Because it looks less like a human being than a predator does. Uh, And uh, as a movie, it's just... uh, It's one of my favourite films. Mm. Duty. There we go. Tom, I assume is the same in regards to Alien Alien. Yes, I am the same. I do think... I do love both Predator and Alien. uh, But do say that Alien is the better film. I feel like I enjoy Predator mainly because I like aliens and sci-fi and it's a good action film but I don't, I don't think it really stands on the same ground as alien does um mm. as for creature it is alien i think i just like the character design better overall like i love the work that hey Geiger has done with it I love like the way that they have sort of constructed that character with how it's like the acid blood or like the fact that it comes from the face hugger and then it has the gestation period and like comes up and those sort of things so I just really the perfect organism yeah well no don't quote that bit, but yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with Tom and Ian it's uh it's alien alien um, predators, they just seem too. I like predators, but they just seem too macho. If that makes sense, like they're just they. If 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 there was a school, the predator would be a jock. <laughs> if, if that makes sense, like he, yeah. he he can take on Arnie. He's like a big buff dude. He he can go invisible. He's got all the. He's a he's a jock and a nerd put together. Where like yeah, like like a Ian said, quoting it, he's a dude. Whereas the killing um, machine he, is the underdog. <laughs> Where the alien is a perfect organi- organism, it like it ev- it evolves like a Pokemon. It's got acid for blood. <laughs> what a bonus! <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I say alien alien. So uh, there we go, Elizabeth. If any other uh, listeners have any questions they want to send through, you can send it through to any shaken not nerd uh, social media platform, whether that's Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Um, I assume we'll probably get something from Phil because Phil is a smartass. <laughs> <laughs> And join us on our listener community on Facebook. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, 
and then you can vote on which movies we should watch, apart or from just, ones like this. Or right? just tell us which movies yeah, you'd like us to watch. And apparently that works as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think, just I tell think, us what to do. <laughs> I think we got, I think, some more ideas planned, but we haven't. We clearly haven't put them in the listener community because we don't want. We didn't want to have like six weeks of bad films in a row. <laughs> It's too hard on us. It was good to do a nice film. However, I do think that uh, people are going to miss us shitting on films for 40 minutes. <laughs> I mean, I, I, got a good, I got a good idea, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest it to you guys privately before putting it in an episode. Probably a good idea. Yes, well, uh, that's going to be it for this week's episode of Shake Not. What's episode number? 163, I think it is. Um, it's a high number. Um and uh, yes, if you did enjoy the episode, you can leave us a review on the podcasting app you're listening to, uh, except for Spotify, which again, for some reason, doesn't let you do that. But if you leave us a review, it doesn't matter what you say on the review, we read it out, or I read it out verbatim. So if you want to say that Ian is a beautiful bastard and that Tom is um, coarse, then yeah, sure, I'll read that out on a review. Put that in the review, why not? <laughs> coarse, of course. <laughs> I've been your host, Duty, and uh, watch each other and watch yourself. <laughs> that sounds like a threat. <laughs> what? Yeah. I've been Tom. Always look at the skis. <laughs> I've been Ian. It was the blurst of times. <laughs> and I've been Fuzzy. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, we cut out and I got no. <laughs> <laughs> right. You probably cut out for us, but not on your actual recording. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm still recording. It's a, it's gonna sound weird, but I'm not putting Can't it wait together. To hear so it's it. fine. <laughs> Good luck with that, Ian. Oh no, saladas. Chicka chicka. Saladas. Chicka chicka. <laughs>